This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Weasler Engineering. Whether you need low power for occasional use or high power for the toughest jobs, Weasler's PTO drive shafts have you covered. To learn more or to find the right PTO for you, visit www.weasler.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Titan Machinery reported its revenue for the second quarter of fiscal year 2022 increased 24.4% to nearly $378 million from about $303 million during the same quarter last year. For the first half of the year, revenues were up about 22% to $750.3 million. Equipment revenue for the quarter were up nearly 35% to $273 million and up 30% for the first six months. Parts revenue and service revenue were each up about 6% to $65 million and about $30 million, respectively. For the first half of the year, parts revenues were nearly $128 million, up 8.4%, versus the first half of 2021. For service, revenue was up 7% to $57.4 million for the first six months. Ag segment revenue for the second quarter of fiscal 2022 was $219.4 million compared to $169.1 million in the second quarter last year. The increase in revenue was primarily driven by strong demand for equipment. Cash at the end of the second quarter of fiscal 2022 was $65.6 million. Inventories increased to $427.1 million as of July 31, 2021 compared to $418.5 million as of January 31, 2021. This inventory increase includes a $10.6 million increase in parts inventory and a $2.5 million decrease in equipment inventory, which reflects an increase in new equipment inventory of $31.4 million and a $34.0 million decrease in used equipment inventory. This week's dealer on the move is Marshall Machinery. The Honesdale, Pennsylvania-based Kubota dealership has acquired Goodrich Implement in Johnson City, New York. This adds a fifth location for Marshall Machinery. Now here's Michaela Pogner with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. I'm here at the 2021 Farm Progress Show with Greg Sauter from 360 Yield. Greg, what are we looking at here today? So we're looking at some new technology that we're just introducing into the farm uh, landscape. And so we're looking at 360 rain. And so what we're talking about is a new completely way to farm. And we're saying, what if we were able for an autonomous technology to come in and water a half inch a week and not only just add water, but add nitrogen and, and micronutrients. And so we're really excited about this technology. Very simply, it follows the planter. The planter creates a path, an RTK path, and our 360 rain comes in and it follows that path exactly. And we're watering at the base of the plant. Of course, we have nitrogen pumps and micronutrient pumps hook up that water stream. And then in the future, within the next six months, we're gonna be doing manure injection in that water stream. So this machine that you see here behind me has 3,000 feet of hose on. So that'll cover at least 160 acre field. And so it's designed to put on a half inch a week. But we're going every week at the base of the plant. That's totally different than the requirement that you would see through a pivot that's putting water in the air. And so the fact that we're banding it next to the root, you got to take it times two. So if we're putting a half inch next to the root once a week, that's really equivalent to an inch of water. 
so the plan will be for us as you purchase a 360 rain unit we will give you the technology put on your planner and the center of the planner and it will create the paths that goes directly to our cloud account and then we will send those back to you that same day so you'll be able to start rain within a day of planning so i i want it to be that way because if we have a crusty so if rain comes in and crusts that soil surface, I want to be able to soften it with the rain unit. So the technology, um, the GPS RTK is our own, and it's really not compatible with others in the industry for reasons. I mean, it's, it's simple, and it wants to be an enclosed system so that we know that we have the kind of path generation that we need. Plenty of science has gone into all the geofence and the safety. There are probably six different steps for safety to keep our rain unit in a safe position in every field. So we're excited with what we've seen to date. So at this time, we have six units running here in Illinois. Next year, we're gonna go out with 10 prototypes and a, and a beta around the country. And then 2023 will be wide open sales. We're setting up a really good dealer network right at this time. You know, when we think about how 360 Rain is gonna change the future of farming, I think the different technologies that we're gonna do, when we think of camera equipment that we're gonna be able to add on to 360, where we start to, the speed we're going, we're going to be able to almost name every corn plant. We're going to be able to tell you if we have silk clipping, if we have gray leaf and rust on the leaf. On my farm this year got tar spot, and that's going to be easy to spot. And so immediately then your iPhone is going to light up, and we're going to say we're going to need to treat. So direct inject at that point comes in. We're going to be looking at a drop on every row. We'll have our undercover 360 putting material from the bottom up and from the boom down. And so the science will be information always drives the correct decision. To learn more about 360 Rain and Greg Sauter, check out the links in our web story. Many thanks to Greg for speaking with me at the 2021 Farm Progress Show. Now, back to you, Kim. Thanks, Michaela. Farmer sentiment improved slightly in August compared to July as the Ag Economy Barometer rose four points to a reading of 138 versus 134 a month earlier. The modest rise in the barometer was primarily due to an improvement in the index of current conditions, which climbed nine points to 152. The index of future expectations rose just two points to 132. Although the barometer and its two key sub-indices improved in August compared to July, all three remain well below the very positive sentiment readings posted this past spring. The improvement in the current conditions index was tied to producers' more positive view of their farm's financial situation. The Farm Financial Performance Index rose 11 points to 110, its highest reading since May, as farmers indicated they expect profitability this year to be better than a year earlier. The Farm Capital Investment Index improved modestly in August, rising to a reading of 53, up three points compared to July. The small improvement in the index could be traced to fewer producers in August, saying they plan to reduce their farm construction activity compared to a year ago. At the same time, farmers said their machinery purchase plans were unchanged from those reported in July. Industry reports continue to suggest that supply chain challenges are hampering farmers' machinery purchase plans. Now here's Ben Thorpe with a data and forecast update. Thanks, Kim. USDA's Economic Research Service recently forecast net cash farm income to increase by nearly $20 billion from 2020 to $135 billion in 2021, a year-over-year increase of 17%. U.S. net farm income is forecast to increase by $15 billion or 15% to $113 billion in 2021. 
If this forecast is realized, net farm income would be more than 20% above its 2000 to 2020 average and would be the highest since 2013. Net cash farm income would be almost 19% above its 2000 to 2020 average and would be the highest since 2014. Underlying these forecasts, cash receipts for farm commodities are projected to rise by $51 billion or nearly 14% in 2021, their highest level since 2015. Production expenses are expected to grow by almost $13 billion or 3.5% during the same period, somewhat moderating income growth. Direct government payments to farmers are expected to fall by $19 billion or 41% in 2021 compared with 2020's record high payments, largely caused by lower anticipated payments from supplemental and ad hoc disaster assistance for COVID-19 relief. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. In a recent interview with Raven Industries, Senior Director of Global Sales Sarah Waltner gave context to the opportunities Raven will see after its acquisition by CNH Industrial closes. She mentions both Raven's potential to integrate its technology more directly into machinery platforms, as well as increase its presence internationally, partially in Asia. America, although we are growing quite a bit internationally and so I think you know some of what this does for us is we're able to get technology into regions of the world where we aren't as present today we are present but not as present it enables us to get onto more platforms um, than maybe we are a lot today and also I think as you think about bringing autonomy and further levels of automation there's a lot that happens that has to interact between the platform whether it's a tractor an omnipower uh, combine a sprayer, whatever it is, there's so much interaction. That's not to say that we can't have stuff in the aftermarket. We do in the aftermarket and we plan to continue to, but there are areas where it does set us up better to be on platform, especially as we get more and more automated as we go in the future. Uh, you know, we are not yet in anything in Asia, and so that might be something, you know, CNH is in that market to a certain extent, and so that might be a new market for us. Additionally, when asked about a recent report from Argus Leader about CNHI planning to double or triple the staff in Raven Industries' Applied Technology Division in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Waltner couldn't confirm the numbers but said there were plans in the works to see more and more investment come into the company's Sioux Falls headquarters. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.